Dedicated missionary service returns the dividend of eternal joy, which extends throughout mortality and into eternity. I want it absolutely clear that I declared to the world in the most straightforward language I could summon that the Book of Mormon is true. True disciples of Jesus Christ are willing to stand out, speak up, and be different. If you're not a full-time missionary with a missionary badge pinned on your coat, now is the time to paint one on your heart. God has something unimaginable in mind for you personally and the church collectively. A marvelous work and a wonder. In this church, what we know will always trump what we do not know. Missionary work is an identifying feature of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Always has it been, ever shall it be. Let us be awake and not be wary of well-doing, for we are laying the foundation of a great work, even preparing for the return of the Savior. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. If you are new here, this is the Mission Prep Podcast, and I'm just here to give you guys some advice about serving a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I've been there, and I've done that, and it was the best experience of my life. I think I learned and experienced more in that short time on my mission than I have in the last eight years that I've been home now. So with that in mind, it's kind of my hope that I will be able to talk about and share some things that I think will be helpful to all of you who are either currently serving or you who are preparing to serve. And who knows, maybe in the future I'll talk about getting home and overcoming those hurdles too because that can actually be a pretty difficult transition if you don't really know what to expect. And I know this is called the Mission Prep Podcast, but I'm not really trying to cover any of the same ground That'll already be covered from an actual mission prep class, if that makes any sense. Sure, I'll talk about a lot of the same things and give my own insights about it all, but I don't exactly want to be giving you guys a repeat about everything you'll be learning and going over in mission prep. You guys can just think of me as like your mission coach or something. Or if that doesn't really float your boat, then I don't know. I can just be the guy who sometimes says helpful things about the missionary experience. Anyway, with that out of the way, I've actually got some pretty exciting news that I wanted to share with all of you. So if you go to the July 2023 issue of the Liahona and look under the young adult section, there you'll see an article titled, Not Easy, But Still Worth It. And if you look really closely at the fine print, you'll also see my name there because I wrote it. I know, crazy, right? So that was an article that I'd written a few years ago and I figured, why not just submit it to the Liahona and see if they want to put it in there? And sure enough, they did. But that's not even the coolest part. The coolest part is that literally anybody can do this. I mean, I'm just some random punk kid and they thought my words were worth sharing. So why not you too, right? I think we all have our own unique experiences and insights that are seriously worth sharing. So there's an idea for all of you guys if you ever wanted to get your voice and testimony out there somehow. Anyway, I briefly thought about just reading my article on here for you guys, but then decided that would be totally lame. Instead, I'm going to just talk about some of the things I share in there and what it has to do with you serving a mission. If you pause right now and then go read it yourself, then some of this might make a little more sense. Anywho, let's just dive right into it. So right off the bat in my article, I talk about some of my experiences learning how to skateboard 
way back in the day. I know, shocker, right? You guys are probably already getting fed up with me talking about skateboarding. But just bear with me, there's a point to it. Anyway, so I was maybe 10 years old with no idea what to do with this piece of plywood on wheels, but I loved watching my older cousin skate. I mean, when you want to learn how to do something, what do you do? How are you supposed to figure it out? You watch someone else do it, right? So growing up, I would watch them effortlessly do their cool tricks, and I'd watch video parts that pro skaters put out, and it literally just blew my mind. I couldn't even believe what some of these guys could do with the skateboard. It was just so cool. So naturally, I was like, well, hey, if it looks so easy for them to do, then maybe it wouldn't be too hard for me either. So like the little determined 10-year-old that I was, I put my helmet on, didn't buckle the chin strap because that was totally lame, and I got to work trying to figure out how to ollie. First attempt, second attempt, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I couldn't pop all four wheels off the ground. In fact, I didn't even get close. Okay, no big deal, I thought. I'll just keep trying. So I kept at it and tried again and again and again, countless times. I still wasn't even close. It didn't take very long before I got my reality check. In my head, I thought that if those other guys could kickflip a 16 stair with no sweat, then I should at least be able to figure out how to do a freaking ollie, right? So there I was, a little 10-year-old boy who only moments before was excited about skateboarding and had all the faith in the world that I could do anything with my expectations crushed. It's okay, guys. There's no reason to be sad. I eventually learned how to do that ollie. It just took like a month. What I thought I could probably learn in a couple of days took over a month. I laugh about it now, but believe me, that was no laughing matter as a little kid who hadn't learned patience yet. Anyway, long story short, skateboarding ended up being leagues harder than I thought it was going to be. Luckily, I stuck to it because it's taught me many valuable lessons about overcoming discouragement. And the pattern that I've seen myself go through many times in skateboarding happens in other areas of my life all the time. I'll feel motivated or pumped or determined to do something only to feel discouraged and downhearted when things end up becoming more difficult than I anticipated. And in my article, I talk about this and relate it to Nephi's story. So I'm going to assume that you are all familiar with the story. Like when Nephi and his family are commanded to pack everything up and head out of town, eventually to come all the way to the promised land. Yeah, that story. The part that I focus on, though, is when he and his brothers have to go all the way back to Jerusalem because the Lord told them that they needed to get the blast plates from Laban. Now, these plates contain the five books of Moses, as well as all the writings and prophecies from his time down to theirs. They were scripture, so they were pretty important. I don't know. Do you guys think you would travel a couple hundred miles by foot back home because you forgot your scriptures? Just kidding. I know you all have your scriptures on your phone anyway, and you certainly wouldn't be caught dead without that. Anyway, so Nephi and his brothers go back and ask for the plates nicely two times, and two times they get the hound sent after them. For some reason, this guy just really doesn't want to part with those plates. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'd probably be shaking my fist at God wondering, why would he ask me to go do this thing if it's going to get me killed? We all know the rest of the story, though. Following the spirit, good old Nephi just trots in there, kills Laban, takes the plates, and the rest is history. But what might have you been thinking if you had received this revelation from God, followed it, and then failed twice? Luckily, Nephi was there to save the day because I honestly probably would have sided with Laman and Lemuel. I think we all have stories very similar to this, though. Just like me with my skateboarding. 
we get determined or we feel inspired or just plain excited to do something. And once we get started, we realize how hard it is and then we just want to quit. Hey, I'll be the first to admit that this happens all the time with me. Yeah, I'm going to get up tomorrow at 5.30 and then go for a run and read my scriptures. It's going to be awesome. 5.30 a.m. rolls around, the alarm goes off. I sluggishly smash the snooze button and wonder why the heck I wanted to get up at 5.30 to go run. I know this all sounds like fun and games because when I think about how much this happens to me, it's actually just comical. But this same thing happened when I left on my mission, and that wasn't comical. God commanded me to go do this thing, and so I got all excited about it, and I was determined to go, and then when I left and got down in the trenches, I realized just how hard it was going to be, and it seriously felt like a sucker punch to the gut. Wait, I was so excited to come do this thing because this is the Lord's work. So why is it so hard? Aren't things supposed to just work out and go smoothly if I'm following God's command? And this leads me to the last part of my article. The grand truth of this is that nothing worth it comes easy. When I look back, it makes so much sense why all those things had to be so hard. Because if they weren't, then I wouldn't have made any room for God in my life. I wouldn't have needed him. And it was the same thing for Nephi. Yes, getting the plates were super important, but I think God had to show them that there was no way they're going to be able to do it without him. So is it maybe possible that some things that God asks us to do are impossible just so that we can learn how to rely on him and discover how he makes the impossible possible? I think that for Nephi and for me and for all of you, God has to make it clear in our minds that there is no way that we can do his work without him. And because of that, we have all the more reason to relish unexpected difficulties because they allow us to see what God can do with our lives. There's another important thing that we can learn from this too, though. This next part isn't something that I touch on in my article, but let's go back when I was first learning how to skateboard again. Remember, I was all motivated to learn some cool tricks, and then when I figured out it's going to be a lot harder than I thought, I got discouraged and then lost motivation, but for some reason... I continued to practice anyway. So what was it that helped me to stick to it? Remember that at this point, I didn't really want to do it anymore. So if motivation wasn't driving me anymore, then what was it? Why was I going to continue to doing something that I didn't really want to do anymore once it got hard? It was because I had told myself that I was going to learn how to do that ollie, dang it. In other words, I had made a commitment. And I'm here to tell you that while motivation is great and all, eventually it will fail you. Being committed to something, on the other hand, is the key to following through with yourself when things become difficult. Some of you might think that you need motivation in order to do hard things or things that are worth doing. But boy, do I have good news for you because the truth is, is that you really don't. I know I'm speaking for myself, but I'm sure it probably rings true for most of you as well when I say that. We have a hard time doing anything until we feel motivated to do it. I know this probably isn't always true, but typically we will wait to do something that we need to do until we want to do it. We usually don't do the things that we need to do until we feel like doing it. And that can be a problem if you got things deep down that you really want to accomplish, but you just don't feel like you have the motivation to do it. This is kind of like when you have a huge crush on a girl And you're just waiting and waiting until you feel determined enough to finally talk to her or until she talks to you. I mean, either way, there's going to be no talking going on. Let's be honest. It just doesn't work that way. If you're waiting for motivation to make it happen, then it's never going to happen. 
it's great to try and be motivated and all, but you have to get it out of your head that you have to wait to be motivated before you do something important. Waiting on it will keep you from doing anything meaningful with your life. So the key here isn't trying to feel all motivated all the time. The key to you overcoming your obstacles, of which you will have many when you are out on your mission, is to be committed. The difference between the two is that motivation means that you want to do something, and being committed means that you do it anyway, even though you don't really feel like it in the moment. So if you feel like you aren't a very motivated person, then you are just the kind of person that is going to do amazing things with your life. Now you might be wondering how you're supposed to go about doing this. If you feel like right now you aren't a very motivated person, then you are in just the right spot to learn how to do this because you'll be getting a lot of practice. And like with everything, with every big obstacle that you wanna tackle, you have to start small. And the more you practice something, the easier it'll get. There's a quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson that I absolutely love that applies perfectly here. He says, that which we persist in doing becomes easier to do. Not that the nature of the thing has changed, but our power to do so has increased. So good. So with that in mind, let's get to work. So if we wanna become a master at being committed and following through with our plans, we've gotta be persistent. And like I said before, to get started, Think of a small commitment you can make with yourself and use that as practice. Say you have a hard time brushing your teeth every day. That's a perfect example. For whatever reason, maybe you're always in a hurry to get out of the door in the morning or you're too tired at night and you just want to go to bed so you just don't do it. You can then tell yourself that this week is going to be different. For a whole week, you're going to commit yourself to brushing your teeth every single day. You aren't going to make any excuses and you aren't going to put it off just for a week. That's all you have to do. By the end of the week, you'll be that much better at learning the skill and you have greater confidence that you can follow through with your plans. And who knows, maybe brushing your teeth won't even seem like a chore anymore because you've gotten so good at it. Now you can move on to something else. And then the next thing after that, sooner or later, you'll notice that it's becoming easier to finish what you started. And that's a good feeling. By then, you can trust that no matter what commitment you make, you will follow through with yourself because you have worked hard to obtain that skill. You don't need to rely on motivation anymore to help you keep going. Motivation will be a pleasant surprise when it comes, but you won't be afraid for when it leaves. You know that you'll be able to accomplish your dreams not because you are motivated, but because you practice the skill of doing what you value even when you don't feel like it. And you'll be all the greater missionary for it. Okay, so let's review. First, if something becomes harder than anticipated, get stoked because this means that you will need to learn to rely on God, which inevitably will allow you to see him work miracles in your life. Second, the more you persist in practicing something, the better you get at it and the easier it becomes. Lastly, you don't need motivation to propel you forward. You just need commitment and you can practice obtaining the skill by starting small and then working your way up to doing greater and greater things, not because you feel like it, but because that's what's important to you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode. Again, if you want to read my article, you can find it in the July 2023 Liahona. I hope that it can help you see that unexpected challenges can be a good thing if we allow them to be. Remember that you guys are awesome and that you've got this. I'll catch you next time. Peace.